Welcome to Elevate Your Life and Soul. I'm your host, Marla Kennedy, life coach, mama, and spiritual soul seeker. Each week, this podcast will bring you interviews, stories, and mentoring so you can truly know your value, know your worth, and elevate all areas of your life. Let's rise together. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 20. So, I'm really happy to be here today and I feel like it's been a while just because I sometimes tend to batch these episodes and do a few at a time and then um, it's when I come back to the mic there's sometimes a little bit of a gap but yeah it's really nice to be sitting down here today. I've been all up in it with the kids. Um, they've been at home full time because school's not happening right now. So yeah, having my oldest one here all the time and the baby and my partner home, there hasn't been a whole lot of opportunity for solitude or time alone. Although in saying that, um, I have a beautiful relationship with my partner and we have really open communication and make some really powerful requests of each other so I do find that I do manage to make requests for time when I really need it and we always accommodate each other or compromise around that stuff so I do have some but yeah I feel like I haven't sat down to record an episode for a little while so it's really great to be here and I'm really excited about today's topic it's something that is a little bit of an interesting one it's it's something that I have struggled with admitting to myself so um, you'll see what I'm talking about in just a minute but before I before I get into the core juicy part of this topic what I really want to share is uh, something that I learned in a program I was in uh, about a year and a half ago and I believe it comes from um, Jim Detmer's book The 15 Commitments and Conscious Leadership which I haven't read the book but I've studied some of these these concepts in this program that I was in and so I just wanted to share briefly on that before I go into what I'm really like excited to share about today. So we all have three core wants um, according to Jim and their approval, control, and security. And so everything we do comes from a place of either approval, seeking approval, so the desire to belong, um, wanting to be liked. So you might call someone a lot because you just want them to like you or be in be in their circle and be friends with them or you want to like look good because you want other people's approval. Um, And then... And actually, there's something really interesting about that that I did a post on um, just a couple of days ago on my Facebook. So I might jump into that as well in a minute. But the next one is control. And control is... Um, actually, no, let me digress. Let me. I have digressed, sorry. Let me go back to security because security is actually the next one. And this is the desire to survive. So it's doing things for your financial security or your relationship security or your material security to have the things that you want um, to to be safe, you know, to have shelter, our basic core human needs in a way. And then the other one is control, which I just mentioned, but I didn't explain. And that is 
if you can't get security through approval then you try try to um, control the situation often it can be manipulating your situation for your interests to get what you want sorry I'm on the end of a cold so my um throat's still a little bit husky I feel like I've, it's been coming and coming and I've had this like over the last few weeks actually so some of my episodes my voice has been quite husky and so here we go so we have approval control and security these three core wants um and I yeah it's really interesting to me um I'm really interested in talking about control today because control to me is something that relates to self-care actually and um I really always used to I remember going through a phase of looking at these three core wants and thinking that I was doing everything um from a place of approval and just wanting to be liked and wanting to belong and as someone who was adopted and I always felt like I didn't fit in growing up and I always felt Uh, like I was caught between two worlds of being a brown girl that was from Sri Lanka but not quite fitting into the white Caucasian household and environment that I grew up in but then going back to Sri Lanka not fitting into the Sri Lankan brown culture um, that I my heritage was so I was I really thought that I was coming from a place of secure from approval but as I looked more closely I realized that a lot of my behavior it was really coming from a place of control I was really like not feeling secure in my situation and I was really um like not getting the approval I wanted so I was trying to control situations and a lot of this stemmed from back when I was young and partying a lot and not really respecting and loving and honoring myself in the way that I could have um and yeah alcohol was certainly a factor in that so I it's really interesting to look at that and it was something that was really hard for me to admit to myself so when I finally did uh it was really really eye-opening and so control is something that I still definitely struggle with surrendering and it's like an example is in my business I currently do pretty much everything myself in my business except edit my podcasts I have I'm very lucky to be in a relationship with someone who does that for me because they are a videographer and photographer so that is one area I relinquish control but I don't really like it I wish I could do it all myself and I think about outsourcing things in my business and I'm getting to a point where there are certain things that would make my life so much easier uh, if I did outsource them but I have that that struggle to surrender the control and um, is there an area in your life where you are holding on really tightly to something and not really surrendering control not relinquishing that control you need to have it done a certain way in a certain time frame so it looks good for you and feels good for you and maybe it's a detrimental now there's this book called extreme self-care by cheryl richardson which really goes into detail about this it's it's actually really amazing and i really um i really love it it supports a lot of my 
philosophies about what self-care actually is beyond just the little practices that we can do every day there's some actually really deep stuff around boundaries and standards and making powerful requests and yeah control is a is another thing in there and so she really shares a lot about a lot of what I'm kind of going to be sharing here now but um I really invite you to have a look at your own life and where you are really holding on to control and for example it could be maybe so you could have say say you're a mum and I use the mum example because I'm a mum and it's something that's present for me but this could apply across you know different dimensions but maybe you know you're in a relationship with someone and it's really 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 busy you know they're working and you're at home juggling maybe you have a business mate and you have kids and you're juggling all of that stuff and then you have the house as well which you have to keep clean and so it's a lot it feels like a lot and you just want some help and so you ask your partner for help and maybe you feel you feel like your needs maybe aren't being met there from your perception that it might just be your assessments that are happening it's not necessarily a fact and you're you ask the help and then maybe you get it or maybe you think you don't but say for example you like ask your partner to stack the dishwasher or something this is a this is an example uh, Cheryl gives in her book and I think it's a really really good one because it's really clear and so I'm just going to use the same example but say for example you just wish your partner would stack the dishwasher and you've been asking them to do it for ages and you feel like they never listen to you then one day you you find that they've done it for you and so and then you look and you double check what they've done and then you see that it's not stacked how you would stack it so you go and you restack it and then they come in there like what are you doing this um and that the fact that you've done that is it's criticizing the way and it's controlling how your request that the request that you've asked for you're controlling how you want it done in a certain way and when you're asking for help you really need to surrender and let them do it their way because by doing this by by changing the, the way that someone helps you so it's in the way that you want it to be done or perceived to have it done it if you go in and you change it or you recheck it or you fix it so it's perfect and they see you doing that then they're not co- going to want to help you again chances are it's it's going to likely influence their motivation to help you because you're you're criticizing them and you're putting them down for something when they're just trying to help you out and do the right thing by you and I think that's a really interesting point because I've noticed things like I've nitpicked at someone how they've helped me with something before my partner for sure I've done that and I think he's probably done it we've probably both done it to each other but you know why why is someone going to want to help you if you then go and correct their actions so part of relinquishing control and this is this can be hard if you're if you're a little bit of a control freak like in some situations I know that I can be 
um, it can be hard to just surrender and let them help you in their way. Like let go of the, the, the pettiness, like thinking that the dishes won't be washed just as well when probably they will be washed just fine and everything will be okay. So I really invite you to try this and just allow them, surrender them to help you in their way and pay attention as well to to why you're not asking for help if you if you you're complaining about it and you're feeling really overwhelmed and stuff but then you're not actually asking for your help why is that do you not want to appear weak do you are you scared of being disappointed that other people won't follow through or is it too hard to explain them how to do it properly maybe you can explain how you'd love it to be like to be done to them but also just have a little flexibility in this and just allow someone to help you in their way and really notice what they've done for you and be grateful for that without trying to control the situation or them um and the thing about this the thing that's so crucial about this and what about surrendering to letting them do it their way is that this helps them learn new skills so um, it can be really valuable and allow them to be self-sufficient and this can be in terms of like um, if you're in a relationship somewhat with someone and you have like financial things that you need to sort out and like business things and how you um, pay bills or whatever it is you get the gist of what I'm saying then allowing them to do it and loosening the grip so they don't feel micromanaged and that they actually feel more valued and respected is for, for what they're doing and for their help is really important because allowing them to do it themselves in their way is empowering for them and it gives them more responsibility. And it's not that they're a child, but if they haven't done that before and then you you give hand it over to them to do and let them make their mistakes then they will learn from those mistakes if they do make a mistake and then they will get better and then they'll be able to self-sufficiently do it. So if something, God forbid that something ever happened to you, they now have the skills to be able to manage that in case you're you're not around or maybe you're just on a trip and you need to get something done and you're, you're not there, then teaching them and giving empowering them to do it themselves without you not only frees you up, gives you more time, gives you a break, but it means if there's a situation when you're out of town or something, they can step up and do it and it takes that stress away from you. So it's it's really important and think about like when you've learnt something. You didn't just know how to do something straight away what the first time you did something for someone else. I I mean I highly doubt you did. Maybe you did, maybe maybe you did. But you probably there's a good chance you could have made mistakes the first time you tried something new. And that's that that's gonna happen, but you only learn through those mistakes. And so I, you know, I, I talk about this about success and failure and not really believing in failure because I feel like there's always a lesson to be learned. And the same is with like mistakes. A mistake isn't a mistake, it's a learning, it's a lesson and an opportunity for you to grow and step into the next amazing version of you and so that is my take on control and I really feel like it 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 could be a useful thing for you if you feel like you're a bit of a control freak in some situations and especially if you feel like that 
and you want help and you want support from other people, but you come in and micromanage them. So I really, really, really invite you to to think about this and think about where you can surrender and allow someone empower someone and trust them to do something for you that's ultimately in the long term going to give you a little bit of break it's it's a really amazing thing to do and it's something that I definitely get to practice too um so we're in this together and I'd love to hear how you go and what what you learn from that and what comes up from you um because yeah I think it's really interesting now I just also wanted to add, because I mentioned just earlier about approval, and I wasn't really going to talk about approval or security today. I just really wanted to dive into control because it's been been present for me. But I was thinking about approval, and I did a little post on this, as I said. And um, being told what you should do. So have you ever been like told what you should be doing in your life. And I really hate the word should. And I have to admit, I use it probably way more than I I should or could, way more than I could. But it's, it's, I think it's quite an unuseful word because it can be really detrimental and it can really um, stop people from taking action and like limiting possibilities and limiting open-mindedness about things so like maybe people tell you you should dress a certain way and I've definitely experienced this I've had people tell me oh you should dress like this because it's really classy or um you shouldn't wear that that's what um bogans or people of low class wear that kind of thing which is someone's opinion it's not a fact okay so if someone says that to you and tells you what you should wear, wear, do you believe it? Maybe you do. I've had experiences where people have told me I don't, I shouldn't wear certain things, I shouldn't wear certain colours because they don't suit me and I don't look good in them. And um, it's led me to feel shame and like believe that another person's opinion or assessment, so an assessment is someone else's opinion about you, um that's not a fact it's just an assessment it comes from their own experience of the world and their how that their context how they see the world their frame of reference so if you are feeling shame about that because of someone else's belief about what you should wear and i'm using clothing because it's it's quite a i quite like that as an example i feel like it's tangible and easy to to connect to um so are you letting someone else's belief be the authority on what you should be doing because it's not true and it's someone else's assessment of what they should think you should wear based on their standards for what is acceptable so standards everyone has different standards and your standards could be really really different to someone else's so um standards aren't the facts they're just opinions based on other people's perceptions of the world and it means you don't have to take it on or accept it so as long as you're in tune with what your standards are so say you have standards for what you deem appropriate for wearing for clothes so 
you can you can write your standards out actually and I've written standards out about different things because it can be really really useful and a really good structure for you to live by if you, you can do it for all areas of life for all different things relationships parenting I've done it really recently for parenting because I wanted to get really clear on my standards on what a good mum is because I was making assessments about me not being a good mum and they were based on other what I was seeing other people's perceptions being so writing out my own standards for what a good mum is then I could make sure I met these standards each day so it could be um I feed my son three times a day and we play together for an hour every day doing this fun craft activity or whatever it is for you you can you can choose these standards so the same could be for for clothing like a standard a standard should be measurable so you should be able to measure it um so like it could be i allow my son to watch 30 minutes of tv a day or i read a book with my son every night before bed that's my standard so you can have your own standards for for your what you wear and what's acceptable for you and as long as you're sticking to them then all you need is your, your approval you don't need other people's approval their standards could be different for what they deem deem acceptable but that you don't need to take that on and if you do take these assessments on you can start to believe that how you dress is not enough which ultimately makes you feel like you're not enough and that can become a really sneaky declaration that you don't even realize you're making and that's when you land in trouble because it's where the not good enough syndrome lives and you are good enough and you really get to understand that and know that so it comes back to approval because if you're seeking others approval and worrying about things like what you're wearing and whether it look good looks good and what other people think you might never measure up because you're always living up to other people's standards and expectations instead of your own so come back to you i feel like that's a really a really strong point for a lot of life everything should always come back to you and what you want your standards your own self-approval what you need not what other people think it's not about people pleasing it's not about looking outwards it's about looking within and I remember years ago when I first was studying coaching I decided to um name my business Moksha International it was a really long time ago um before I decided to stick with my name and my look my slogan for it was start within and I still I still love start within because I really think everything starts within and I feel it's so important to just just tune back in look back in at yourself and go to yourself for the answers because you have the answers and you're so worthy you're so good enough and approval needs to come from you only you and yeah with control you get to relinquish that control and surrender a little bit so 
I'd love to know what you feel about how you're controlling things in your life and where are you seeking approval as well because I went into that a little bit too. I'd love to know so please please send me an email or or send me shoot a comment on Instagram or something and let me know you listen to the podcast and I would really love to hear how that's going for you and the other thing that I'd love to just quickly share before I sign off is I have extended the self-care experience start date so it's now starting this next round is now starting on the 6th of April instead of today it was going to start today I've pushed it back an extra week so there is still time to jump in and join in the fun it's going to be so amazing there's going to be some beautiful practices we do and we dive into to really take care of you and stuff but the real heart of this program is the weekly calls where I get to support you and and listen to you and see what's coming up for you and how I can support you through through this journey and we're going to look at some of the deeper stuff you know like today I talked about relinquishing control which is is can be a really important part of asking for help and asking for help is a huge thing in self-care huge it's so important um and something that I I've really learned to to do because there were times when I've really struggled with that and now it's something I'm quite comfortable with so um it's gonna be awesome we're gonna dive into some of those meatier juicier topics as well and it's only 44 dollars. i have really reduced the price because i just want to make it accessible for everyone and it's three weeks 21 days daily daily content weekly trainings and weekly calls so i will pop the link in the show notes for you to check out and join us in there it's going to be amazing And I hope you have a truly, truly, truly amazing day. Thank you for being here with me. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you like it, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, please give it an honest review on iTunes and let me know what you loved and what you want more of. Your feedback helps me truly elevate the show into something that really serves you and allows me to keep pouring my heart and soul into it. This is for you. Let's rise together. And remember, know your value, know your worth. I love you, beautiful soul.